Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Aikop. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. So happy the Rams lost. They are dead to me. Uh, unfortunately, though, I uh, <laughs> picked them pretty heavy in my fantasy, uh, and I did not win. I did not win any money. I'm not winning. So, you know, not that I bet a lot and I don't win a lot, but, you know, it's a dopamine hit to, to uh, you know, win a little change. Um Last year, I was the last two years. If I did a Kansas City game, I was guaranteed to win. This year, not so much. And then this last week, when they finally played like themselves, I didn't. I bet heavy on Vegas, so this is annoying. But it's good to see Kansas City chiefing again because that was ridiculous. And then it was uh, good to see San Francisco beat the Rams. That's a big rivalry. Uh, even when the team was here, they made a point to let us know that they we were the same old Rams because they always lost to the 49ers. So anyway, and here's a question. Listen, I'm all, I did not understand the uproar over the Redskins. I may be too close to it because I was a big fan of that, that team, so I didn't even think about it. But why is why is it okay to be called the Chiefs and not be called the Redskins? I Why is that okay and the other one's not is it some sort of well one friend explained to me that red skin is a slur and I'm like is it I don't know I don't know anyway that's just a question I have every time I think about the Chiefs um you know and the fighting Illini I know some people who were so upset that Chief Illini Weck couldn't be at the games anymore I mean some of the stuff isn't intended to be insulting. It's not intentionally insulting, you know. Um, I guess that's the way people feel about the N-word. I don't use it. I feel like it's a slur when I use it or when someone uses it at me. Uh, I don't care if you're black. It's still a slur. Um, it's not a great word. It's not a compliment. No one ever says it, you know, when they really want to pay you a huge compliment. Not anybody I want a compliment from. How about that? Um, turns out Drake went to a strip club after Astroworld, um, where all those people were injured and died, and he spent $1 million at the strip club. Listen, I don't know how people cope with their pain, and he clearly has a lot of money, but that is ridiculous. A $1 million at a strip club, and I love this dude. I think he is probably one of the, the most creative, clever, um prolific artists coming out of this last era of music because the last 20 years have been underwhelming for me and I like Drake and I like his music but man that is just a weird decision that's a lot of money that is a lot of money you could do so much some so much something else with but it's his money and he's entitled and I'm not judging him for it I just don't get it um I think, uh, yeah, yesterday was tough. Um, You know, and I know I talk about my mom a lot, but that's what's going on in my life. And over the last, I would say the last year has been extra difficult because, well, last two years, because 2020, we were together all day, every day with COVID. And, you know, everything was shut down. So, I mean, I still managed to get out a little bit, but I really got to see up close how sick, she was becoming and now I'm seeing it more 
Um, you know, her brain, this unplugging thing, it's just like, oh my God. She's been unplugging for a while, but now it's starting to get, you know, it was, it was always annoying. But now on top of the confusion and who, who, where do I live? What, you know, it's it's been a lot. It's been a lot and it's overwhelming. And I don't think there's enough, um, you know, people want to refer you to places and you should join this and you should do that. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's enough information about what causes this. I don't think there's enough medical support because what I'm not interested in is um, talking to a group or trying to figure that, you know, I, I want her to get good care. I want her to have access to good care that doesn't require me being her caregiver. And it's so expensive, you know, and I'm going to be okay. I know that resources will show up for me. But what about people who don't have those kind of resources? Are there just are millions upon millions of people going to be sitting at home with someone who doesn't know time, day, date, year? Uh, they're just their brains are just going to rot away in their heads. Listen, we're kinder to our pets. You know, this is not really a quality of life, and it's really sad. And it makes me angry to think that there's just no, no push towards how can we help families more? What can we do? Can we set up financial resources for them? Can we lower the fucking prices of this shit? Because it's so expensive. Like, literally, who has an extra five grand a month to put their loved one in care? And then it's like, well... If you do Medicaid, then they get all in your parents' finances. I mean, I don't know. It's just all really frustrating, and it's very much an adulting-type topic, and I get that people may not want to hear about it, but it's frustrating. And I'm warning you, take care of your own brain, but also think about your parents. Get in their business right now. If you've got a 60-year-old parent in 10 years your relationship with them could easily change into a caregiving role. And it's hard. And I look at my life and I think my mom fully expected me to take care of her. Some One of her kids was going to take care of her. And that's super narcissistic. And she was just narcissistic in general. And this is a narcissist dream of a disease because it's all about them and their really warped, um, impaired view of the world. I don't know. I'm definitely going to get a therapist. I just don't know when I'm going to do it. I think the end of this year and early next year will look quite different. It's November 16th. You guys, it's time to to push whatever it was you were trying to get done in 2021. You know, in America, after uh, November, you and nobody's going to talk to you. <laughs> They're going to put all your paperwork to the side. So get going. Get hustling. I'm um, thinking about picking up another car for Turo. It's going pretty well. Um, I'm encouraged enough that I think I could grow this business. And I'll be honest, I just like uh, renting cars to people, you know, uh, renting my cars to people. Uh, they're very nice. People are coming home. Listen, I'm going to tell you something about St. Louis. People may not want to live here. Like, not a lot of people are moving here. We're not Austin. We're not Nashville. We're not D.C. We're not Boston. But listen, I'm telling you, everybody got family here. 
Everybody, Brad Pitt is from somewhere in Missouri. He's got a family member in in St. Louis. I'm telling you, everybody has family here. So, you know, I get a lot of people coming in from out of town. I haven't been to St. Louis in two years. I can't wait to drive your car. I mean, it's just really cool. And I'm really grateful to be able to just do this. It's fun. And, um, you know, I make a little money, you know. I'm, I'm, it's a lot, it's not passive income, but it's, it's extra income. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. (laughs) It's nice to have. All right, fam. I hope everybody has an amazing day today. And, you know, I just, I'm, I am begging people to just be authentic in their life experience. Enjoy every moment. You know, I have a friend whose son just he exhausts himself and just passes out wherever he is at the end of his day. And I just, uh, I think we should all take a little lesson from Owen and live our lives that way and just give it everything you have and just like, just be laid out at the end of the day. Like you gave it everything you had and you had to collapse where you were in exhaustion because you just, you went all in. And, uh, you know, some days that's going to be doing something fun and a lot of days that's going to be like building your business or uh, studying for a big exam or buying your first house and redecorating it, uh, putting some sweat equity in it, you know, whatever it is, whatever you, wherever you are in your life, just give it everything. I urge you to just be aggressive with your life and just wring every second out of each day because you're not promised forever. You live a long time. But the quality of your life is determined by how you spend your days. And some of you all are bullshitting. Some of you all are full of shit. Some of you all talk a good game, but you don't do anything. And some of you are just completely fraudulent. Some of you say one thing and then do another thing. Some of you actually think you're good at something and you're not. You're terrible at it. And then you won't let anybody help you. So, yeah, you're a toddler. So just live your best life. When I say be your best, that's what I mean. Give it everything. Because life is short. I'm going to be honest with you. I expected to live a long time, but I can't tell you where the last 25 years went. I am not 25. I am 52. That is nuts. Like time just, it just, it just disappears. So you don't want to wake up turning 40, turning 50, turning 60, and not have done anything with your life, especially if you had aspirations. It's different if you're one of those people who just don't want to do shit. That's different. But if you're somebody who has goals and you were pushing and striving and driving towards something and you wake up like, what the hell? Hey, I'm talking to you. Just go for it. Just go for it. Flat out run. Put everything you have into it. You know, you don't know how much longer you got. You just don't. All right. Be your best. And we'll talk soon.
don't wanna tell you I don't wanna tell you